0: Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> One of those things, you have no clue what that song kind of means, especially what we're going to talk about today. Because um, I know what that song is saying, and what it's talking about is, is about that, hey, you know, we've searched for all these things, all kind of stuff, and, and it's kind of more talking to the sinner, needing of a Savior, but honestly, some of us need to realize that, hey, we've been, we've been saved, but we're still working like we ain't. And we need to come to the well just as much as the person who doesn't know Christ needs to come to the well. So what we're going to talk about today is really good. Look at Isaiah 43, Isaiah 43, Um, and that's going to be in the the Old Testament, okay? I know we haven't been in the Old Testament in a little while, but Isaiah 43, it's going to be the major prophets, if you know how your Bible's kind of uh, set up, so you got the uh, you got the, the 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 beginning of the the book, the law, and then you have the history, and then you have the um, the poetry, and then you have the major prophets and the minor prophets. Uh, but if you just want to look at your table of contents, I did that. It's on page four fifty five in mine. So you look at Isaiah, open up there, and then you get to Isaiah forty three, Isaiah forty let's pray and then we'll get started Lord thank you so much for this time together thank you so much for what you're doing thank you so much for what we're going to talk about today uh Lord God i need this Lord God in some ways i I didn't think I did because I was going about my business doing my thing thinking I was doing all this stuff but really in reality lord God i was i was busy but not necessarily so that I was busy with the right things not, not so much that I was busy with the things that that needed to be done. And so, Lord God, we live in a life of busy. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us over the next several weeks, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to get out of the rat race and to get back on what you want us to do. I pray all these things in your wonderful, holy name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. You can be seated. All right, I'm going to put my graphic up here. This is the title of the series. This is the title of the series. Okay. I try, we, we put this in a place because we didn't want any blank space at all or anything like that. Tried to stretch the word as much as we could. Even as you see all these little rotating circles going round and round like crazy and all that kind of stuff. So if you can kind of put the two, these two things together, what does that spell? Say one, two, three, here we go. Overwhelmed. 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 Last week, I asked the question, I said, how many of y'all feel like you're in the rat race? How many feel like you're just going from one thing to the other? How many feel like, you know, I I know I need to do this, but I've got five five other things on my schedule today that i got to get done, so I just don't have time for this. Maybe I'll do it next time. And we're go, 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 a hundred miles an hour. And I asked last week, I said, how many of y'all feel that way? Let's see if we can do it again. How many of y'all feel that way? And every single hand in the room raised their hand. And I'm like, what? Now let's be honest. Let's be honest. Is this really what God intended? Say, no. This is not what God intended at all. But yet we're there. Yet we're there. We're in this rat race. We're in this one thing after the other after the other. And if I'm being completely honest, and this is why we're kind of kinda here, and I'm gonna be completely transparent, so you know we know God wants us to do things. We know God wants us to, to, to do this and do that and, and to share the love here and, and to do and share the gospel and share love and 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 be kind and, and take care of this person, that widow down the street. We know all these things God wants us to do, but we don't have any what it's a T word, we don't have any what? Time. We don't have any time because we're so overwhelmed. And so completely, being completely transparent, I was like, you know what? We, we talked for a whole entire year in the book of Acts about how important it was to share the gospel, and yet we didn't. Now, some of y'all did, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but, but yet we didn't. So it wasn't about a should or an ought. So the past couple weeks, we talked about really getting down to the why we do what we do. Why we do what we do is our love for God and our love for others. By the way, did you all see my posters coming in? Okay? Got to put them to remind you all, okay? Got to keep, keep it in front of you. Love God and love others. And then, I'll okay, so, so why don't we do these things? Well, the reason we, we don't do these things is because we're so gosh darn busy. We're busy. And if we be completely honest, we're too busy. Say that with me. We are too busy too busy okay now we're going to talk about in the next couple weeks the things that we do are not inherently bad they're not inherently bad okay i just want to get everything like you're like well you know i'm too busy so am i supposed to quit my job leave my wife (laughs) desert my kids and just live for god please don't do that okay (laughs) please do not do that especially if you do that please do not blame me because you did that but we're overwhelmed we're overwhelmed, and this, and, and, and with these circles going around, I'm just getting nervous just watching those circles. I don't know about you, I'm just, I'm just like, man, that's just, man, I'm just, we're overwhelmed, overwhelmed. So we're going to talk about this for the next several weeks. We're going to talk about the, this series this called Overwhelmed, Overwhelmed, Overwhelmed. But here's where we're going to start. This is the title of the message this morning, title of the message this morning. Here's where we're going to start. What is my purpose? Golly, you had to keep the stinking circles going. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Oh, all right. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? Now, here, I've already, I've already explained this a little bit, that a lot of churches have used this word purpose and basically use it for, you better start working in the church. Okay? You find your purpose in life and all this kind of stuff. Your purpose is you need to, you need to greet people at the door. Your purpose is you need to help take up the offering. Your purpose is you need to help with the children or or invest in teenagers. And that's all good stuff, but that is not your primary purpose. Say amen. Okay? And I'm not trying to throw off on other churches. I'm just saying it's it's bigger than that. Okay? And I'm not talking about bigger from the standpoint of, like, more to do. What I'm talking about, it's a bigger deal than that. Okay? It's bigger than that. What is my purpose? Now, let's keep this real, 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 real simple. All right? So, I know this is the Bible, okay, right? maybe you didn't know that, okay, this is the Bible all right but but let's let's really simplify it down. What is this called okay, God's word, I know y'all deal okay, I get it, okay, but what is it like literally, what is it a what? It's a book, okay? It's a book. Now, I know it's holy, holy, God's holy word and all that kind of stuff. Sorry. Like, I'm not trying to. I know it's God's holy word. It's living and it's awesome, all that kind of stuff. But just simply, simply saying it is a book, okay? So what is the purpose of a book? To be read. To be read, right? Okay? All right, okay? But I can use this for different purposes. I can use this for different purposes. Watch this. We don't have this problem now because it went from summer to winter. Okay, we didn't get a fall. Did y'all notice that? No fall whatsoever. Oh, i got to say this real quick, too. I I, I did not shave my head on purpose. All right? But I figured out really good. This is a side note. This is helpful for some of y'all, especially some of you men, okay? uh, So I was like, I'm going to fade it in, okay? So I'm going to get short here and get longer up here. When you have one color hair this way and one color hair right here, when you fade it in, you still get a black line all the way around, okay? So I just had to take that whole. Never mind. Okay, so uh, I'll explain that to you later. All right? But it was like, this is gray, this is black. So I, just, I was like, got to take it all off, all right? All right, never mind. So I, like I need to wear a bog in a I'm so cold. All right, here we go. Um, so, so a book. So I can use this book for a lot of things, okay? I can use it as a fan. Oh, you hear that? Okay, so. I can use it as a fan, all right. I can use it as a paperweight. Stay right there, okay. I I, I can I can use it as as uh, uh, if there's a wobbly table. I don't want I don't recommend you doing this with your Bible, okay. But if there's a wobbly table. I can set it under one of the legs of the table table where it won't waddle so it's, waddle wobble, okay, because so it's a base. All right, um, let me see what else I can do with it. Um, oh, look at this, watch this. I can use it as a weapon. <laughs> Don't do that, by the way, okay? <laughs> like, I'm going to beat the word into you, you hear me? I can use it as a weapon. Um, let me think what else I can use. Oh, this is great. I can use it as decoration. I can use it as decoration. Um, my, my grandparents, my grandparents, are. Uh, uh, they, they, they lived in a house where you had a living room and a den. Y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? Some of y'all still have that, all right? Now, the living room is not a place that you actually live. Okay, you just look, you put really, really pretty furniture in there that nobody sits in unless it's a holiday or special event or we got special people coming over, like, oh, the pastor's coming over, let's sit let in the living room, okay, all right? But where the real life happens is in the den, that's where your TV and your recliners are and all that kind of stuff. And so in my grandparents' house, they had a coffee table in the living room and it had the family Bible on it. Okay, now you didn't open that Bible, you didn't even touch that Bible, okay? That is the family Bible. You know what that was? It was a decoration. It was a decoration, all right? So we can, use, we can use things for a lot of different purposes, but what's the primary purpose of a book? To read, to read it, to be read. But yet, we can use it for all these other purposes. Now, how does that go with our own life? okay. We have a purpose, we have a purpose for our lives, okay? We have a purpose. We're about to look at it in just a minute, what that purpose is. We have a purpose for our lives, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we use our lives for the right purpose. Say amen, Amen. okay? So even though we know, even though we're going to look at this, even though we know what or or should know the purpose of our life and what it is, that doesn't necessarily mean that we are actually utilizing our lives for that particular purpose. Purpose, Man, I'm so excited right now. This is great. Okay. (laughs) Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. Here we go. Here we go. Now, we're going to start in verse 1. So Isaiah 43, verse 1. If you're there, say, I'm there. Here we go. But now thus, say the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters I will be with thee. Through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt be burned. Or thou shalt, thou shalt not be burned, excuse me, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba, for thee. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable and have loved thee. Therefore I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, give not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Here's the key part. Pay attention to the next verse. Verse 7. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my, what? Glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Let's read verse 7 again. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my, what is the word? Glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him made him so what is your purpose in life what is your purpose in life your purpose in life now here 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 we will 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 frame it this way and, we'll, and and as we come in the next verse it's really going to become clear let's frame it this way what was your purpose uh, I, the this this book was made somebody constructed it put it together all that kind of stuff all right somebody made this physical tangible book and they 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 put the pages in. I don't know how they work with that. They put the little thingamabob on here, put the cover on, all this kind of stuff. They made this with a particular purpose in mind for it to be read. And so what we see from this verse, the reason why you were created, the reason why you were created, the reason why you were made, the reason why you were born was to do what? Bring glory to God. Bring glory to God. Now, some of you are like, Buchanan, I thought we were going to talk about how we are going to get out of this overwhelmed state. This is exactly where we need to be. We, 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 you're like, Buchanan, I want to start here, but I'm telling you, we got to start right at the beginning. What were you created to do to bring glory to God? And let me help you with this. You were created to bring glory to God, period. Well, Buchanan, I thought I was supposed to do this, 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 and this. These things we're going to talk about ultimately come down to you bringing glory to God. That's why you're created. That's why you're formed. That's why you were made, to bring glory to God. And that's not me saying that. That's the Lord saying that. Say amen. Okay? To bring glory to God. All right? Now let's keep on going. Let's look at another verse. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 6.19. Says what? Know you not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? Now, let's stop for just a minute, okay? Because there's a difference between now we talked about what we we're created to do. We are created to bring glory to God. Every living creature was created to bring glory to God. Everyone, okay? Just so we're clear on this every single person, whether lost or saved, was still created to bring glory to God. Okay, But this is where it changes. Okay, We went from, okay, you were created to bring glory to God. Now we're talking about specifically what happens at salvation. Now, you know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. Okay, What we need to understand is if when we get saved, we receive the Holy Ghost. I was talking to somebody the other day. Here's what, what we really need to understand. We are just a shell. We are just a shell. Okay? Or at least the way, that's the way it should be. Okay, we are just a shell, because the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in us, and so all we are is a housing for the Holy Ghost. Okay, all right, which is of God. Okay, hopefully you understand that is when you put your faith and trust in Jesus, you receive the Holy Ghost. Okay, so that is from God. Um, Jesus talked about that, that he had to leave so that he could send a Comforter. Okay, that he could send that Holy Spirit of Promise. Okay? The reason why you know if you're going to heaven or not is, is not just because of what the word says, but because of the Holy Ghost inside of you. okay That's how you, so, so which is of God, and ye are not and ye are not what? Your own. You're not your own. Again, when we come back and we talked about this a little bit, once you get saved, you're no longer your own. You don't own you anymore. okay? Here's the reason why you don't own you anymore. Go next next verse. Okay? For you are bought with a what? Price. Price. You were bought. You were purchased. It was very costly to buy you. Okay? He went to the cross to die for your sins. Let me help you this. You don't get to heaven except by Jesus Christ. Say amen. amen. If He doesn't buy you, if He doesn't purchase you, you can't get there. Okay, so you're not your own. If you put your faith and trust in Jesus, you are saying, hey, he bought me, he redeemed me, he's the one. And so I'm not my own, I've been bought with a price, and you are a heavy price. You cost God his one and only son so that you could have a relationship with him and one day be in heaven with him. For you're bought with a price, therefore... Because you have have accepted Christ, you have the Holy Spirit inside of you that is of God. You're no longer your own. You've been bought with a price. Therefore, what? What's that next word? Glorify who? God. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are whose? God's. God's. Here's what's really cool. And this is like the aha moment. It happened this morning. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All that kind of stuff. Let me help you out with what salvation is. Let me help you out with what salvation is. Salvation is redeeming you back to your original purpose. Because you were created to glorify God. Say amen. You are created to glorify God. And so what happens, we were created to glorify God, but sin. Sin came in, and sin messed it up. And sin doesn't glorify God, right? Because glorifying God means being obedient to Him, Sin is about disobedience. And so here we are, God created us to bring glory. Sin came in, messed the whole thing up. And so we are, we are born into sin, all this kind of stuff. And the only way to get back to the place, the purpose that God has for our life to glorify Him is it has to come through the redemption through Jesus Christ. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? So here's what i want you to understand is you were created to glorify God. So we have sin. Man, that messed it all up. But Jesus said, hey, you put your faith and trust in me, and you will, I will redeem you back to your original purpose of glorifying God. Glorifying God. And which is really cool if you think about it. If you think about it, that, that okay, uh, we, we had no hope, zero hope to get back to our original purpose in creation. But because of Jesus, because of Jesus, we can glorify God. We can glorify God. Now, let's keep on going. This is so much fun. I love it. Romans. Romans 14. Romans 14. This is going to help some of y'all right here. Okay, For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Okay, Verse, verse 3. Let him not that eateth despise him that eateth not, okay? So you have one person that, that, that eats everything, and then some people that just eat herbs, and and, and when you re- use that word belief, really, it's from the standpoint of conviction, okay? All right, so we got a, one conviction says, hey, I'm going to eat whatever I want to, and the other one says, I'm just going to eat herbs, okay? Kind of like some of y'all that that, that y- you, you vegetarian, vegan, whatever all the other stuff is, okay? I don't know, all right? And then us, that we just eat everything we want to, all right? So you got everything we want to, and then whatever, okay, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, okay, so he's saying the one that eats everything, don't look down on the person that only eats vegetables, herbs, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, okay, so you're a vegetarian, you're a vegan, you're a, and, and I learned about vegans, that's like you can't have like anything, like it can't be like eggs, milk, nothing, if it comes from an animal, you're done, all right, so, um, so you know, hey, you're vegan, you're vegetarian, so you're over here going, okay, man, I can't believe you're you're killing cows and and um, those poor chickens, right, Mark? Okay, okay, gotcha. All right, let them free, let them free. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, what now? Almond, Almond milk. milk. Okay, there we go. <laughs> for God, now, listen. For God hath received him. Okay. So it's basically saying that like God has received the person that doesn't eat and the person that does eat. Let's keep on going, verse 4. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth, okay? Yea, he shall, be, uh, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Verse 5. One man esteemeth one day above another. And another esteemeth every day alive. Okay, there's this one person that says, this one day is the most important day of my whole entire week. And one says, no, every single day is important. This is, it before, I don't, don't, don't jump ahead to verse 6. Let every man be fully persuaded in what? His own mind. Now, some of you are like, what is, why, why is this important, Buchanan? Because some of us are doing things in our life based upon what somebody else expects us to do. and and that can go a long long way how how big you want to open that pandora's box okay some of y'all are doing things right now because you're still trying to get the approval of your mom or your dad some of y'all are doing things right now because you feel like if you don't do this then then your then your wife or your kids or your husband's not going to think much about you and so we put all these burdens on ourselves that these were not your convictions, there were somebody else's convictions that they put on you. And now you're trying to not only carry your own convictions, but everybody else's conviction. But according to this verse, let every man be fully persuaded in what? His own mind. His own mind. I, I don't know where it, where it happened in our society when we felt like we had to be everything that everybody else thought we should be. And that we had to keep up with the Joneses, or we had to do this, we had to do that, because all my friends are doing this, or all my... And, and let me just be straight up with this about this whole... I'm not talking to teenagers when I say that. I'm talking to us adults. I, I made a comment to somebody the other day. I said, what's really sad is what determined whether my kid got a phone, at what age he got his phone, is when I looked around, and when, when all his other friends had a phone, I guess that's the right time. What? <laughs> So I'm supposed to determine when, when, when uh, other kids get things, That's determines when my kid needs to get things. But yet we, we take somebody, other things that happen, other situations, what this person does, what that person does, all kinds of stuff, and we frame what we should do based upon what everybody else either does or think we should do. When it says this, it talks about like, look, hey, if you're doing it one way and they're doing it another way, fine. Now, don't go, don't go crazy with this, okay? This is not talking about sin, okay? I'm persuading my mind that I can just sin. I'm sorry if you can't, all right? <laughs> no. Oh, but, but when it comes to our convictions and things that we do, and even the things we put on our schedules, are you putting these things on your schedules because they really matter to you? Or because you feel like you have to put them on there because I can't let everybody else down in the process? Verse six. <laughs> he that regardeth the day regardeth the, now th- this is this is what's really cool. And this is what where it kind of changes a little bit, okay? He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the what? Lord. And he that regardeth not the day to the who? Lord, he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the who? The Lord. Okay, thank you, Todd, for being the only one who's responding right now. Okay, all right, here we go. I guess that last point really got y'all. All All right, it's okay. If you don't want to do it, do do your thing, okay? Be fully persuaded in your own mind. Just trying to help y'all here, okay? He that regardeth the day, regardeth unto the Lord. He that regardeth not the day, to the Lord, doth he not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not, verse keep on going, to the Lord he is not and giveth God thanks. Thanks. Verse 7. Verse 7. For none of us liveth to who? Come on, say it with me. One, two, three. And no man dieth to what? Himself. Himself. You're like, Buchanan, you it seems like you're talking out of two sides of your mouth. Now, here's what I'm helping you with whether he eats or whether he doesn't, whether he does this or does that, whatever that. It went, oh, oh I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. Verse 8. For whether, here we go, here we go. For whether we live, we live unto the who? Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Wherefore we live, where, whether we live, therefore, or die, we are whose? The Lord's. We're the Lord's. Verse 9. Now this is really cool. This is really cool. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. So we look at this and go, okay, so so you're saying Christ died not just to be my Savior, but also to be what's that L word? Also to be my what? Lord. Lord. That whatever we do, whether we live or whether we die, everything we do should be unto the Lord. Now, some, last week I said this. I, I said this last week, and, and I don't know if some of y'all got scared because your, your spouse is going like, to get you or something like that. But I, I, And my wife was here for both services last week, okay? But I said, when it comes to pleasing God or pleasing my wife, if I have to make a decision, I please the Lord. And last week, some of you are like, what am I supposed to do? I thought I was supposed to please my wife all the time. Okay? I think you can do both, by the way. Okay? But if you have to choose between the two, if you have to choose between the two, I'm going to say this one more time, if you have to choose between the two of pleasing your wife or pleasing God, who do you please? God. And I'm, and I'm saying this, I'm like, this is very, very simple. And here's what I want to help you with. I know, I know, Buchanan, amen, amen. But you know what? What's the old adage? Actions what? Speak what? Louder than words. Because it's all about God. It's all about the Lord. But we look at our schedule and we go, you know what? I'm just running around crazy so I can make my wife happy. I'm just running around crazy so I can make sure my kids are always happy. I'm running around crazy because I want to make sure my boss is happy. I'm running around crazy because I want to make sure the pastor's happy. But if you, whether you, if you make the pastor happy, the boss happy, the kids happy, and the, and the wife happy or the husband happy, but you don't make God happy, let me help you with this. You missed it. I missed it. We missed it. Because the only person I'm responsible to, at the end of my life, the only person I'm responsible to is Jesus. Do you know my wife is not going to stand in heaven and go, well done, good and faithful servant. My kids are not going to stand there and say, well done, good and faithful servant. My boss is not going to stand there and say, well done, good and faithful servant. I'm not going to stand there and say, well done, good and faithful servant. There's only one person that will stand there. One person. And the only opinion that matters is his. Yeah, and (laughs) this is so much fun. See, some of of y'all like me when I'm real calm. So much fun. Here we go. Last verse. 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or, what's the next word? Whatsoever ye do. Do, what's the next word? All to the glory of God. Everything we do. Everything we do. Now, we're going to go forward a little bit in, in the next couple of weeks because you can glorify God how you treat your spouse. You can glorify God how you treat your kids. You can glorify God and how you work. You can glorify God in in the ministry that you have, whether inside the building or outside the building. You can glorify God in all those things. And you can be a good husband, a good wife. You can be a good father. You can be a good mother. You can be a good employee. You can be a good employer. You can be a good church member. You can be a good church leader. You can be all those things. You can do all those things and still bring glory to God. Here's where the question starts. Is everything we're doing right now bringing glory to God? Is everything we're doing now bringing glory to God? If it's not bringing glory to God, no offense, but why are we doing it? If we are created to bring God glory, if we redeemed, we redeemed in salvation to bring glory to God, if everything we do, whether we eat, drink, is all for the glory of God, if there's something we're doing right now that's not bringing glory to God, why are we still doing it? Why are we still doing it? Because <laughs> uh, Ecclesiastes starts with vanity, vanity. word vanity means empty. Anything we do that doesn't bring glory to God is empty. It's vanity. It is vain. Okay? Like that song, You're So Vain. (laughs) I bet you think this song is about you. (laughs) So what do we do? What do we do? Last thing, and we'll be done. So what do we do? What do we do? If there's something in our life right now that is not bringing glory to God, we have two options. Two options: either change it because there's some things that you're doing that can be changed to where they will bring glory to God now, or eliminate it. Some of y'all don't like that second one. Some, some, some things, some for, for some of y'all, the best thing you can do to your schedule is not change the things and how you're doing the things on your schedule. some of the best things you can do with your schedule is take some stuff off. Take some stuff off your schedule. What's everybody staying? What's everybody staying?